Welcome to High Ticket Woman, the podcast for Christian women who are relationship challenged, and they know that to make changes, it starts with them wanting more, expecting more, and becoming more. Here's your host, Debbie Cottle. Hey, Debbie Cottle here, your host for High Ticket Woman. Welcome back to another episode. We're on our ninth episode already, which is exciting for me. And I'm so glad you're here with me today because we are moving forward. We've been talking about these qualities of being a high ticket woman, but now we want to move forward to how to actually become a high ticket woman. And we've been talking last time about different mindsets. In fact, I think I gave you five key mindsets that you need to have. And, you know, I think it's important that we just stop right now and acknowledge a little real, real life here. You know, it's, it's, it's completely understandable if you're saying to yourself, okay, Debbie, that's all well and good. And yeah, these are great qualities of, you know, you know, what a high ticket woman is supposed to be, but I'm afraid and I'm afraid for a lot of reasons. I'm afraid because I haven't been living my life this way. And now I'm a certain age and I don't know if I can change who I am. I don't know if I can think of myself in this way. Or maybe you might be saying to yourself, I've already done all this. I've tried this and it didn't work. And so there's a lack of belief on your part that somehow raising your standards is going to change your relationship. I get it. And I want to ask you a simple question. Is what you're currently doing right now working? And if it's not working, why not? You see, the thing about coming from a place of fear is that we often let the past dictate the way we feel about the present and about the future. So if we've had repeated rejections, a lot of heartbreak, if we've been married before and divorced, maybe even more than once, well, we might have a viewpoint now about relationships, about men, and certainly about ourselves. And it can be difficult to come into a new relationship without a certain level of guardedness. We have our walls up. We don't trust as easily. And again, as I've talked about in previous episodes, we've maybe lowered our expectations. So that place of fear keeps us stuck in patterns of behavior. We keep showing up in the same way with our man or with men that we're dating. We keep having the same dialogue in our head about what we can expect about men in general and about the man we're currently with. We can... We can have a certain dialogue in our head even about what God is thinking. You know, I work with a number of women who they don't have the kind of relationship they want to have with a guy. And so it begins to affect the way they think God views them. You know, stuff like, when's it going to be my turn? What have I done so wrong, so badly? You know, maybe God doesn't think I deserve to be happy. How come everybody else around me seems to be finding love, but not me? And then those thoughts, sometimes they spill over 
and into the way that we feel about God. So we might feel angry. I've had women tell me recently, I'm mad at God and affects the way that they talk to him and the way that they rely on him for lots of things, for strength. It affects the way they think God sees them right now, which of course then erodes their sense of value that they need to get from their relationship with God. All of this keeps us doing the same things over and over and over and over in our relationships, afraid to make changes because we're afraid of being hurt again. Well, the reality is that hurt goes hand in hand with being loved. So we have to dispel the idea that somehow we can protect our hearts from being hurt again, yet still have this great love that we really want. It doesn't work that way. Your great love is out there, but only if you're willing to open yourself up 100% to the belief that it's out there. Uh, now, I'm not saying open yourself up 100% to being stomped all over and taken advantage of. I'm saying you've got to believe that that great love is waiting for you. You've got to believe that God wants you to have that great love. And you've got to believe that by making changes in the way that you show up with men, with your man, that those changes will lead to something positive, something beautiful. And that if they don't, it's because you got the wrong man and the right man is still out there waiting for you. You see, fear can lead to two different things. Fear can lead to paralysis. How does that happen? Well, we overthink. And so then we second guess ourselves. And we use the past to dictate how we believe things are going to turn out now or in the future. So we put up walls because we expect the worst. We catastrophize in our mind. And that means that we, we, we radiate a certain vibe to people around us, and certainly to men. And then we wonder why we keep getting the same results. So if you want to have a different result and you're afraid, you've got to let that fear motivate you rather than overthinking everything, rather than letting the past dictate how it's going to continue to be. What if you were to say, yeah, I'm afraid but I'm just going to do it anyway. I'm just going to start making changes in my life. I'm going to start opening myself up to the belief that the right man is out there for me. And if I'm doing certain things wrong, if I'm showing up in ways that are getting in my own way, then I'm going to figure that out. I'm going to figure out what I'm doing wrong and I'm going to learn to do it differently. I'm going to learn to be a high ticket woman. I'm going to learn to put so much value on myself and on the life I'm currently living that men are going to see me differently. They're going to be more attracted to me. And yeah, that's pretty darn scary to be making these changes at this point in my life, however old you may be, but, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I know there's some of you thinking, why don't you talk about the men out there that need to be different, Debbie? <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. I know. You might be thinking all of this is one-sided, but I'm here to say that if you want a different result, you have to do something different. If you sit and wait for your perfect man to show up without you being his perfect woman, 
you might be waiting indefinitely. So change is how we get new results. And as scary as change may be, it is the only way to get to a new place in your life. If you want to have a different kind of love life, a love life that's fulfilling and rich and passionate. In other words, if you want to either get a proposal or keep the man that you're currently with or improve the relationship that you're in, stay married, improve your marriage, all of the above, you can sit and wait for that. But I think that you're actually here because that hasn't been working for you, which means you have to take action. In fact, you have to take massive action. You have to take massive imperfect action because after all, we never do anything perfectly. So even though what you do from this point forward may not be perfect, your efforts to change will get results. You have to be willing to get out there and be willing to try. You have to be willing to sometimes make mistakes, maybe look a little silly, look a little foolish, feel a little foolish, but you're learning. And that means being proactive. So stay tuned for how to actually do this. And in the meantime, if you haven't gotten my free guide, the Relationship Rescue Roadmap, you can go grab your own free copy by just going to my website, debbiecoddle.com. That's Debbie, D-E-B-B-I-E, Coddle, C-A-U-D-L-E.com and grab your free guide today. Thanks for joining me on this episode. I can't wait to see you on episode 10 and we'll just keep on trucking. For more episodes, just go to debbiecoddle.com And while you're there, get your free copy of my guide, 10-Step Relationship Rescue Roadmap.